Wednesday morning, the day after Christmas. Did you get everything you wanted for Christmas? I got everything I wanted plus. Really? Oh, always, yeah. You were that good a boy, yeah. huh? Yeah, I, of course I was. What did you get for Christmas? Good stuff. Uh, well, well, you I went got, to Hawaii. Yeah, that was kind of my... I gave myself a Christmas <laughs> present a little bit, so... Yeah, I'm happy. At this stage, I don't need anything. <laughs> yeah, it's that's just a matter. <laughs> it's just a matter of uh, doing what you want to do. So, again, hopefully everybody had a good Christmas. And if you are traveling now, do it safely. The road should be in good shape. Maybe about oh, 20% chance of some light snow just flurries around. So I don't think it'll be any problem. But just uh, take your time and get to where you're going safely, won't you, no matter how you are traveling. All right, we're a couple minutes after 5 already. This is 104.5 FM, WAXX Eau Claire. Let's see what's going on in the news. NBC News Radio, I'm Brian Pierce. The eight-year-old boy who died in the custody of Customs and Border Patrol is being identified as Felipe Alonso Gomez. Brian Shook has more. Congressman Joaquin Castro of Texas issued a statement on the second Guatemalan child to die this month in the custody of agents. Castro's the chairman-elect of the Congressional Hispanic Caucus and is calling for an investigation into the death. The boy was taken to a hospital and examined after he became sick. Doctors gave him prescriptions for a cold and after holding him for 90 minutes, released him. The boy returned after he started vomiting. He died at the hospital in Almogordo, New Mexico, shortly after midnight on Christmas Day. Brian Shook, NBC News Radio. U.S. Customs and Border Protection is ordering an immediate medical assessment of all 700 children being held in El Paso. The Washington Post reports the action came after a second child from Guatemala died while in U.S. custody. The report says each child will get an initial assessment, and any child that's ill or injured will be taken to a hospital for further assessment. And the homeless in Southern California are enjoying Christmas gifts given to them by a street artist. Skid Robot gave out the presents and painted holiday trees with decorations, saying it's about raising awareness. This is art in the sense of its true purpose in inspiring emotion and thought uh, rather than on some commercialism or marketing. And I hope to continue to draw attention to the homeless crisis that's happening in our city. The artist notes donations helped him buy the gifts, adding his art also helped him identify on a human level with the homeless. There are over 58,000 homeless in Los Angeles County. And federal workers affected by the shutdown are using the hashtag shutdown stories to vent their frustrations. The lapse in federal funding has affected a quarter of the government, about 800,000 federal employees. Many won't be getting paid and are worried about whether they'll be able to pay their bills on time. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio. And we'll talk about what that shutdown means as well to the Agriculture Department as we get uh, further into it, but uh, we'll get to that a little bit later. We also got weather and markets to get to. We're going to check our weather, and that's brought to you this morning by Chili Implement in Chile. Cattle can be pretty picky about their feed. They want material that's just the right length, and if it's not, they'll sort when they should be feeding. It's time to put a stop to that. The Final Cut FPX 9000 Bale Processor from Vermeer sends bales through multiple cutting points to deliver average cut lengths of 1 and 1 fourth inch to 4 inches. It's been shown to increase feed efficiency in cattle, so give them what they're looking for. Find the Vermeer Final Cut FPX 9000 Bale Processor at Chili Implement in Chile, Wisconsin, 10 miles west of Marshfield. It's great to have momentum, and momentum creates opportunity. I'm Shannon Latham, inviting you to grow with Latham High Tech Seeds. 
Consistent wins in regional first trials, and more important, consistently helping farmers improve yields in their fields, enables this family-owned company to continue our 70-year tradition of independent options. And you can help. Join the family as a Latham Seeds rep. Let's talk at 877-GO-LATHAM. Skiing, boarding, and snow tubing holiday rates and hours begin this Saturday. Special hours Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, and New Year's Day. Find all rates and hours at ChristyMountain.com. That's ChristyMountain.com. And find them on Facebook. Winter's fun at Christy Mountain. Christy Mountain. Home of the Blue Hills Beast. <laughs> And our weather brought to you by Chili Implemented Chili. Not too bad. We're in the upper 20s to low 30s around the area for the most part this morning. And it'll get to about 32 as the high today. 20% chance of some precipitation out there. Tonight down to about 30, so not going to get very cold and some rain-snow mix possible. Tomorrow, it looks like it's going to be kind of a rainy day with a 40-degree high. Then on Friday, 34 with some snow showers. Saturday, kind of cold. Down to about 16, and on Sunday, sunny, high of 31. It's 31 in Green Bay right now, 32 at Milwaukee, Madison, Sun Prairie at 32, Wausau at 27, Marshfield also at 27, Rice Lake, cool spot at 24 this morning, 32 in La Crosse, 26 right now in the Eau Claire, Chippewa Falls, Menominee area. And don't forget, uh, the markets uh, were coming up and the weather this morning. As we look at that, courtesy of Chili Implement Chili, and that Saturday forecast, 16 and cloudy. We can warm you up, though. We'll be down at Arcadia Farm and Home Store on Saturday. We'll be there Saturday morning broadcasting live because they're having their, again, end-of-the-year blowout sale down there. And I'm telling you what, they have a sale at Arcadia Farm and Home, whether you're looking for feed, seed, whatever it is, or in the store, tools, clothes, Bird feed, bird seed, uh, all kinds of things. They're going to have it down there Saturday morning. It's the end of the year. Then they're closing until next year. So they'll be there till probably about 1 o'clock on Saturday. Get there. They're starting at 7. I get there early every Saturday morning when I do this the last few years. And there's always a lot of people there. But if you're looking for savings on end of the year clothes, paint, I mean, everything in the store at Arcadia Farm and Home this Saturday... You want to be there the 29th because it is going to be a good one. And we always have a lot of fun talking to a lot of people down there. So make sure you are there on Saturday because bring the trailer too because you'll want to fill up with all kinds of stuff for your farm and uh, your operation. So we'll see you Saturday at Arcadia Farm and Home. And we'll check the markets. Of course, they've been closed over the holiday, but we'll get you caught up on where we are as we start this last week of the year. Brought to you by Tractor Central. How are you going to take on what Mother Nature throws at you? On a John Deere compact tractor, that's how. With quick hitch capabilities, you can add rear or front snow blades, a snow blower, and a bundle of other attachments. Save over $3,000 on our best-selling 1025R tractor package with 0% for 60 months. Work better, faster, and more comfortably on your new John Deere from Tractor Central. Offers end January 31st, 2019. Subject to approval by John Deere Financial. Some conditions apply. See dealer for details. Start now at TractorCentral.com. 
It's Dutch Auction Days, December 27th through January 1st at Economy Furniture in Chippewa Falls. The savings began Thursday with 30% off selected merchandise from every department of the store. Then each day the savings will increase by 10%. Shop early for best selection or shop late for the biggest savings. It's your chance to save big on sofas, love seats, mattresses, lamps, pictures, and much, much more. Don't miss Dutch Auction Days starting Thursday at Economy Furniture, two miles east of Chippewa Falls on County Highway J. Ten minutes after five here at Wax, 26 degrees, looking for 32, the high today, 20% chance of some kind of precipitation falling out there. And, of course, the markets have been closed over Christmas, but, uh, Scott, the livestock trade as we went. Cash livestock, fed beef steers was at, were at 108 to 115 with mixed at 85 to 107. Fed beef heifers, 108 to 115 with mixed 60 to 107. Fed beef, fed Holstein steers, 82 to 88. Select and choice at 52 to 81. Cows were 35 to 45 with top selling at 68. Bulls were 55 to 74. Butcher hogs, 30 to 45. The sows were 30 to 40, and boars 12 and down. Shorn and unshorn market lambs were at 120 to 130, and feeder lambs were 50 to 220. All right, and taking a look at the uh, futures trade, livestock before the holiday, December live cattle, 12087. That was about unchanged. February live cattle, 12277. Up 75. April, 12522, up 40. And the June live cattle contract finished before Christmas up 20 cents. Feeder cattle for March, 145.55. That was up 2. April, up 32. May at 146.40, up 35. Lean hogs for February at 60.30. That was down 82. April at 67.10, down 12. May down 57. Board of Trade now as the uh, overnight markets get back into activity. We look at March corn down a penny at three seventy seven. The oats down a cent at two seventy five. March soybeans down a penny at eight ninety seven. Soybean meal up a dollar seventy for March at three eleven eighty. And March wheat at five sixteen up two cents. Barrel cheese one twenty nine and a half unchanged. Blocks up down four rather at one thirty five before Christmas. And double uh, A butter down a cent and a half at two nineteen. Class three prices. Not good. December thirteen eighty three. January down eleven fourteen seventeen. February down fifteen at fourteen thirty five. March settled before the holidays at fourteen eighty four. And April at fifteen thirty one. Prices down through November. And that's a look at our markets. Brought to you by Tractor Central. Twelve and a half minutes now after five o'clock at whack. Need a trailer or some trailer parts? Check us out online at Pete'sTrailerSales.com. Call us at 715-234-1993 or just stop by and see us in Rice Lake. Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and Saturday, 9 to 3. We have the best trailer at the best price. Come see for yourself at Pete's Trailer Sales in Rice Lake, Wisconsin. Check us out online at Pete'sTrailerSales.com or call and we'll tell you all about it. 234-1993. Christmas is over, but Santa Claus is with us today. We've got Richard Halopka, who's the Crops and Soils agent in Clark County. And uh, I still, you got your whiskers. They're, turning, they're starting to turn white, Richard. 
Well, they've been white for a couple years, so my but my wife likes it, so that's why I still have it. Uh, Mrs. Claus <laughs> likes the whiskers. Richard is with us this morning as we uh, talk to our experts about uh, alfalfa on our Alpha Rex alfalfa program. And uh, Richard, let's start by talking about fertility of those alfalfa stands. Of course, we've got liquid manure and uh, other items we can use, but what about the benefits of liquid manure? How do we use it? How much can we count on to tell that it's making a difference? Uh, Liquid manure is a a very reliable fertilizer source. It provides a lot of potassium, and what's unique, a lot of guys will have a corn alfalfa rotation, and when you go one or two years of corn, we're applying that uh, that manure, you know, dairy manure in particular, probably at a rate for the nitrogen requirement, but we're also applying extra potassium. And so, you know, depending upon the rates of manure that we're applying, we can maybe add on some potassium credits maybe for one or two years of alfalfa. So it's a very good source of potassium. So that's free potassium. Back Basically, we're not buying that potassium from another source. Correct. Uh, I wouldn't say it's all free, but uh, it's it's nothing. Th- in something, life is nothing in life is, but we don't have to write out a check for more potash. Correct. All right, and uh, other fertilizers during the year that we need to keep up with to keep our alfalfa stands producing and healthy. Um, I think it's really important in our area of the state here. Right now, we're we're haven't seen a lot of signs, but sulfur is maybe something that's extremely important. And I'd recommend 10 to 20 pounds of sulfur per year on an alfalfa stand. And there are sources, uh, ammonium sulfate, calcium sulfate are excellent sources to supply sulfur. And I would also like to see uh, boron is something I think that uh, it's a very, it's a micronutrient, but it is uh, one that can move in the soil. And I think it's advisable to add that at least once a year. I was going to say split applications are just once a year. Um you know, the sulfur, I would probably like to see a split, you know, split that up if you're applying more than one pass. If you're putting everything on in one pass, then put it on in one pass. Do we figure these uh, fertilizers based on a three-cut system, a four-cut system, or how? what do we decide is the way to do it? Um, I guess I would look at uh, tonnage removed is where I would look at it. It doesn't matter if you're three or four cut. Are we removing five tons of dry matter, you know? four tons of dry matter, and then we need to calculate removal, look at our soil test, which is where our starting point is, and if we're in that optimum level of potassium, um, we're probably going to have to add, you know, what we remove then in forages. If we're excessively high in potassium, uh, we can maybe back that potash or that potassium application down. But the sulfur and those, we could do it once or twice a year, you know, however your schedule fits for top dressing. Soil test, tissue test, what tells us the most? Um, A tissue test with a soil test would probably tell you the most. Um, Tissue tests are a good uh, gauge in season. However, uh, what other factors are we not calculating? Are we in a dry period? Are we in a wet period? These can all be factors. Are the plants stressed, not stressed? Um, You know, tissue test is a tool. We got our toolboxes. We got to have our tools in that toolbox. It's a tool we can use if we see something going on in the field. But if we're just going to take a tissue test and not pull a soil sample at the same area, 
it's not going to tell us exactly what's going on in that plant. And you want to know what's going on in those alfalfa stands? Richard Holopka with us, Clark County Crops and Soils agent on our Alpharex Ask the Expert program. I'm here today with Gibby the Goldfish. Why should folks trust Gibson's Water Care for their water problems? Because we don't just sell you a system, we sell you a solution. Does your water smell, taste bad, or is discolored? Is your skin itchy and dry? Then you need to call my team today. Hey, for all your water problems, trust Gibson's Water Care. Locally owned, American-made products. Go online to gibsonswatercare.com for your free in-home water analysis. Gibson's Water Going to get something done, and that's what they're trying to do. And we'll get an update on on where we're at with the Dairy Task Force getting into 2019. This is, of course, Governor Walker's task force, and I uh, would assume Governor Evers would uh, continue that. We haven't heard anything on that, but uh, I'm sure he's as concerned about this dairy industry situation as anybody. All right, we're going to talk about uh, the Dairy Task Force coming up here on Wax. There are three great reasons to come to Eau Claire Ford Lincoln Quick Lane right now. Number one. This is it. Now through December 31st only, with any new F-150, you get your choice of a free spray and bed liner or an access tunnel cover. It's Rick and Kina's built for the holiday sales event. Number two. While they last, you can lease a new F-150 for just $199 a month. 24 months, 10,500 miles per year, 10% down plus tax title license. Hey, Kina, what's the third reason? You'll cheer people up with your wild Christmas sweaters. Ah, <laughs> uh, they aren't that bad. You look like you dress in the dark, Dad. We ordered a lot more new F-150s than last year, so you can have more to choose from. You get our exclusive lifetime warranty on all new and most used vehicles. We have a real nice selection of used trucks, crossovers, SUVs, and cars. During Rick and Kina's Built for the Holiday sales event, lease a new F-150 for just $199 a month. Yes, $199 a month. And you get a free spray and bed liner or an access tunnel cover at the all-new Eau Claire Ford Lincoln Quick Lane, just across from the new fleet farm. At the corner of I-94 and Highway 93. This holiday, Peloton is the perfect gift for them and you. So give them up to 14 live cycling classes every day and thousands more on demand. Plus, you'll get to clip in, too as long as they're not riding. Scott Schultz here at the northern end of the world's longest barn. Bam! Uh, Dairy Task Force 2.0 has been meeting, and there's talk about uh, questions whether that task force will be around after the new governor's administration takes office. But for now, they have some proposals to talk about. Yeah, you're right, Scott. Fabulous Farm Bay Pam Yankee here at the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison. And happy belated Christmas to all of you and an early New Year's celebration to all of you as well. Yeah, uh, I don't know that they're necessarily celebrating, Scott, but the Dairy Task Force 2.0 still has plans to meet again come 2019, regardless of the new administration. I talked about that with Dr. Mark Stevenson. He, of course, is co-chair of the Dairy Task Force 2.0. Mid-December, they got together for a full committee meeting in Oshkosh, where they did advance two different uh, initiatives that they'd like to see action taken on. I talked with uh, Stevenson about not only the task force, how it's gelling, how it's coming together, but ultimately what he hopes that it will do. And he says, so far, Things have been going very well as far as the makeup of this committee. 
Oh, it's coming together really well, Pam. Um, We have people, of course, many of them, 14 of them producers, um, quite a few of them dairy processors. We have folks that are input suppliers, credit suppliers, um, you know, just a variety of folks. But they're all interested and um, obtain their um, livelihood from the dairy industry. And they want to solve problems. So um, they've been working together very well. Now, you said that uh, you were very pleased. You got at least two initiatives that they came to consensus on, uh, first signs of your work, eh? Yes, uh, we did have two of the groups that felt that they had pretty fully formed ideas and something that they wanted to get laid out before the end of the entire task force was was done. In other words, these were a couple of items that just felt like they were timely. Mm-hmm. What were they? What kind of direction are we looking at from those two? Well, we had uh, two of them. One of them was in our committee that was looking at access to capital in the dairy industry. And this is not just at the farm level, but also at the processing level. And in fact, um, processing was one of the places where there was a real concern. Um, We have successful plants that are making product, that are looking to expand, um, and they want to do this. It's going to require a fair amount of investment on their part. And, you know, this is investment in... Very rural Wisconsin, which is to say you build a specialty building like that and it has single purpose use and, uh, you know, it's worth one third of what you spent on it the day that you get the key. Um, And so this requires a lot of investment um, from a variety of partners and a bank will not probably uh, go for the whole thing. So this was looking to ask um, the WIDA, whether or not they would be willing to um, be a guarantor on a loan like this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, very, very low probability of default on these kind of things. Um, right. And not costly in particular, but having the backing of the state to say, yes, we'll stand behind a loan like sure. this. Sure, yeah, Wisconsin Housing Economic Development Authority. Let's talk about the other one then. There was, like you said, two. There were two. Um, the highest priority that was generated from the task force was to look at uh, continued research and innovation in the dairy industry. This is, again, both at the farm level and the processor level. And uh, they wanted to assure that there was an adequate investment at the university system um, to continue to supply research um, that will have longer-term payouts. And this was a request that would be going in for an increase in in biennial um, budget for a dairy hub at the university. Right, yeah, uh, UW-Madison, UW-River Falls, UW-Platteville. Anybody that's got a good idea, I imagine, could get in on the hub, but I saw those were the three that they initially wanted to include. Yeah, those are the ones where we um, have a significant investment already in um, agricultural um, education and research. So let's talk a little bit about where we go from here then, Mark. Uh, Obviously, it's not going to get together again until 2019. What has the feedback been like outside of those meetings? Are you getting emails? Are people calling you? Are they catching you in the grocery store, the parking lot? How, How interactive are the people not on the task force? You know, oddly enough, um, <clears throat> the folks in Wisconsin are not shy, <laughs> and I've had uh, I've had feedback from plenty of folks. Uh, some of them talking with me directly about the task force. Um, some of them who have written uh, through good old fashioned mail systems. Some uh, quite a few emails, 
And um, we we have certainly had people who have come and attended these open meetings when we have the task force who have stood up and, um, you know, provided input. So we've gotten a lot of input from folks outside the task force, which we had very much hoped to get. Right. Now, we mentioned, here we go, we'll be in 2019. And uh, do have you been given any instruction or are you getting any vibe from uh, the next administration on uh, how they will view this task force work or what have you been doing to try to communicate with them? Well, not yet. We have uh, spoken some of the uh, transition teams, but, you know, they've got a lot of pieces that they have to get into place in a short period of time. So uh, I just wanted to make sure this was on their radar. Um, The transition team has talked about having a blue ribbon panel um, to take a look at agricultural issues, and we certainly wanted to let them know that this task force is deep into doing exactly that, just for the dairy industry, not for the rest of agriculture. And like you said, this is a your task force is very bipartisan. Oh, it. We haven't had politics yeah. in here. Um, you know, this is uh, trying to solve issues for a dairy industry, not for a yeah. particular set of politics. When do you anticipate uh, that you'll have this work, or what's the target that you mentally have in your mind on when you'd like this to get wrapped up? We've got one more round, at least, of subcommittee meetings that are all scheduled here over the next two months. Um, and by the time we get done with that, we have also scheduled the next full task force meeting where those subcommittees will come back. And at that point in time, I hope we have all of the recommendations that we're going to have and have voted on them. And then we'll write this all up. So we're looking at probably the uh, latter part of spring by the time uh, the task force will have completed its work. And again, that's Mark Christensen visiting with our Pam Yonke, Mark down there in the Madison area, Dairy Center for Profitability Director, that uh, he's in charge of that task force. And hopefully they will come up with some uh, meaningful options for the dairy industry Going forward, 27 minutes after 5 o'clock, we got to check some of these markets. Rocky's going to get in touch with us over at Premier. I'm Jonathan Gibbs. I'm a fourth-generation farmer. What, what I would want someone to know about farming, I have tractors that are more sophisticated than some of our early space vehicles. For me, it's to put a crop in the field, buy inputs, and take a crop out of the field, try to do it with the smallest footprint on, on where I'm farming to do it the best I can. This motivates me to get out of bed. Learn more at badgerbean.com. And on this Wednesday morning, we get the markets back in shape, at least between now and the New Year holiday break. Let's get over to Premier Livestock, and Rocky Olson joins us. Morning, Rocky. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Hey, same same to you. All right. Did you have a good Christmas? All the kids were happy? Yes. Oh, we, had a, we had a great Christmas. That's the bottom line. The kids were happy and Santa came. Well, I know it's between Christmas and New Year's, so again, the market's getting shut to, set to shut down over New Year's, but on this Wednesday morning, where are we at at Premier? Uh, thank you, Bob, and good morning, everyone. That's our last market shaped up. We just sell over 3,200 head of livestock on the fed cattle, high choice and prime Holstein steers, 84 to 90, hopping at 94. Uh, select the low choice Holstein 72 to 83. Your cooked beef steers and heifers 103 to 112.50. Market cows high yielding 40. 
cows 35 to 47. Market bulls high yielding 60 to 72 with those lower yielding cows below 55. Organic market cows uh, going to bring, bring in from 59 to 80. Low yielding 40 to 58 with your newborn Holstein bull calves mostly 20 to 85 with a few from 90 to 110. Holstein heifer calves 20 to 50. Beef calves 75 to 315. Uh, top fresh dairy cows, uh, we had two dairy sales last week, Wednesday and Friday, uh, 1,200 to 1,650. Top Holstein spring and heifers, 850 to 1,200. Most of the open heifers bring in 65 to 85 cents per pound. We did sell over 500 dairy heifers this last Friday. Uh, this week, today, open as usual. We have our hay auction at 930, uh, dairy cattle at 11. We do have a small herd dispersal of 40 Holstein tie stall cows. Uh, then we're going to have calves and market cattle, uh, going to be selling cows, bulls, and fed cattle. Uh, Thursday, we got hog, goat, and sheep auction, also selling calves and market cattle. Coming up, don't forget, January 8th, we have our special feeder cattle and bred beef cow auction. Uh, questions, give us a call at Premier, 715-229-2500, or you can check our website. That'll be at premierlivestockandauctions.com. And, Bob, that's the way it shaped up. Sounds good, Rocky. Hey, have a good one. We'll talk to you in the morning. Hey, you too. Thank you much. There he goes. That's Rocky over at Premier Livestock in the Withy country. And we're going to check some local news. Scott's that got that coming up, courtesy Christensen Sales of Abbotsford. When you've got to have an auction, you want to work with a company that knows what it's doing to help you. And that means you want to use Christensen Sales of Abbotsford. All the folks at Christensen Sales are true auction professionals. They remember all the little things to take care of, and they've been doing it for such a long time. You know they're trustworthy, too. They handle every aspect of your auction professionally and fairly. Christensen Sales and its auctioneers are registered with the state of Wisconsin, too. Give them a call at 715-223-6345. Christensen Sales of Abbotsford. Wisconsin. And we're going to check our local news, courtesy of Christians and Sales of Abbotsford. Morgan's still out on Christmas break. Scott, what's going on? Well, authorities say the body of a Wausau man reported missing last week was discovered on a frozen creek next to the vehicle found turned over on the ice. The Wausau Police Department said the body of Paul Hintz was discovered Sunday after the police responded to a report that a vehicle was spotted on the ice. Hitz was said to be in that vehicle when he was reported missing. The cause of death has not been determined. No further details have been released. More than 100 people in the area received a stocking stuffed with their Meals on Wheels delivery thanks to volunteers. Telephone pioneers took over for the Meals on Wheels employees over the weekend to help prepare meals and stockings for those in need at Christmas. The meals and stockings were delivered Christmas Eve to elderly and disabled page individuals in the Eau Claire and Fall Creek areas. A Chippewa Valley nonprofit is opening a retail store in the new corporate facility in Colfax. Our Communities Deliver held a soft opening Friday and Saturday after receiving more than $1,400 in donations in a week and a half. The organization serves anyone who's hungry, homeless, or unemployed. The Chippewa Falls Police Department is providing a gift to drivers this week. Or this week, The department suspended parking enforcement from back on the 21st through this morning. The department posted a notice on its Facebook page announcing the parking holiday, saying there was a low possibility of snow and a large number of expected out-of-town gifts, uh, guests. 
Well, New Year's Eve preparations are underway for the Light Up Eau Claire New Year's Eve celebration in downtown Eau Claire. Throughout the night, guests can enjoy New Year's Eve gala at the Linsmore, music at several venues, and fireworks at midnight. This year's theme is Dragons of the North, and it kicks off with the Lantern Parade at 6 p.m. Anyone wanting to participate in the parade, um, there are several more Lantern workshops in the upcoming days. For a list and a closer look at events and how to buy tickets, click on that, that link to visit Eau Claire. Just days after being named runner-up on NBC's The Voice, WEAU is reporting that Chris Crozy announced his first performance and tickets were sold out in a matter of minutes. Tickets went on sale Saturday, and according to Crozy's Facebook page, each show sold out within, within moments of going on sale. Chris will be performing where he started his career at the Barron Area Community Center, It's in his hometown on February 22nd. He plans to sing several songs he performed on The Voice and a number of his favorite and original singles. He even followed that over in Hawaii, and I thought for sure he was going to win that. I thought he was a winner. He was the best one. But congratulations to Chris Cruzy up there in the Barron area. Great, great story, that's for sure. Yep. All right, thanks, Scott. That's a look at our farm uh, news or our regular news from around the area. Now let's take a look at our weather, and that's brought to you by Superior Gas Service of Marshfield. Drew Williams is on duty over at uh, Skywarn 13 this morning. Drew, good morning. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Well, I thought he was on duty this morning, but uh, evidently he's not on duty this morning. But uh, if Drew does pop into his microphone here, we will... uh, get him on the air but uh, in the meantime we do have drew's forecast so we will tell you about it today we're looking for about a 32 degree high with cloudy skies about a 20 percent chance of precipitation now it looks like there's going to be some tonight rain snow mix maybe in an overnight low about uh, 30 degrees tomorrow it'll warm up to about 40 and that means precipitation in the form of rain and that's not really something we like this time of the year but uh, that's what it is friday 34 snow showers saturday down to 16 and a cloudy day sunday 31 and sunny right now we're about 26 degrees around the eau claire chippewa falls menominee area as we take a look at our weather on wax Again, brought to you by Superior Gas Service of Marshfield. Superior Gas Service of Marshfield. Now's a great time to give Superior Gas in Marshfield a call. Looking to build a new home or update your furnace system? Check out the advantages and savings of using clean-burning, safe, and effective LP gas from Superior Gas in Marshfield. Great service for over 60 years, plus 24-hour emergency service and budget plan financing. Nothing beats the comfort and economy of propane gas, and no one beats the dependable service offered by Superior Gas in Marshfield. With live cycling classes streaming to your home every day featuring real-time motivation from world-class instructors, Peloton is the perfect gift this season, in any season. All right, we're about 24 minutes before 6 o'clock on this day after Christmas. Bob and Scott with you this morning. And uh, talk to Michelle over at Tureen Livestock, and they will have their sale today at Tureen Livestock. They'll start about 5 o'clock this afternoon. So, again, Tureen Livestock is open for business today. And we'll talk to Michelle tomorrow morning about the activity at that sale this evening. Also, I want to remind you, this Saturday, yours truly, I guess 
that means me. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be down at Arcadia Farm and Home once again for one of the real fun things we do every year. It's always their end of the year, and I don't have the name of the sale right in front of me, but it's a big deal that they have there at Arcadia Farm and Home. I mean, everything is on sale, whether you want bird feed, clothes, feed, seed. Yeah, bring the bring the uh, trailer in because if you want to haul out of the back, uh, you can do that too because there's a lot of it going to be sold. We'll start about 7 o'clock on Saturday morning. They'll go about 1 till about 1 o'clock, and then they'll shut her down until after the new year. This is their, this is truly the end of the year at Arcadia Farm and Home this Saturday. So, again, if you're looking for paint, I mean, everything they've got in that store, tools, paint, clothes, bird seed, anything for the farm, whatever you want. They, they've got an unbelievable amount of stuff and an unbelievable amount of stuff that is going to be on sale. And we talk a sale and mark down prices at Arcadia Farm and Home. That's what you're getting. They really mark things down for the end of the year. So, again, maybe you can do your Christmas shopping for next year already this Saturday. So we'll see at Arcadia Farm and Home this Saturday for that big end-of-the-year sale. And we do have uh, some markets coming up, Scott. We're going to get to that. But uh, give us some more of the news in agriculture. Of course, our lead story, and it was announced just before the holiday, Christmas, Brad Paff of Melrose Mindoro is going to be the new Secretary of Agriculture here in Wisconsin, taking over for Sheila Harsdorf when Tony Evers takes over the uh, governorship in Wisconsin. So congratulations to Brad Paff, and hopefully we'll be able to get a hold of Brad here very, very soon and talk to him about uh, what he anticipates as far as uh, being the next Agriculture Secretary in Wisconsin. He's been around Wisconsin agriculture all his life. But what else is going on, Scott? Well, U.S. Secretary of Agriculture Sonny Perdue is reassuring the ag industry that critical services provided by the USDA around the country will still occur during this government shutdown. He said last week that any activities related to law enforcement, the protection of life and property, or activities funded by mandatory appropriations, multi-discretionary funding, or users' fees would continue. To start out during the shutdown, Purdue said 61% of USDA employees would still be at work, but if the shutdown continues, that number will go down as time passes. The National Agricultural Statistics Service will soon have forms in the mail to farmers across the state and country. The NASS is gathering information on farm economics and production practices during the third and final phase of the 2018 Ag Resource Management Survey. State statistician Greg Bussler said the survey is trying to figure out the current financial well-being of state farmers and their households in order to help shape future federal farm policy. About 1,400 Wisconsin farmers will receive the questionnaire between January and April. And speaking of questionnaires or applications or forms, don't forget for the 2019 sesquicentennial and century farms, that sesquicentennial is 150 years in the same family. Obviously, the century farms are 100 years. But uh, those applications are now available at your county extension office, and they are due by March 1st. So, again, you've got some time, obviously. But be thinking about that. If you're, your farm's been in the same family for 150 years or 100 years, get those applications filled out. You will be recognized and honored at the Wisconsin State Fair. And again, those forms are available at county extension offices 
and they are due. Fill them out and get them done by March 1st of 2019 and getting to be a whole lot of those uh, sesquicentennial farms. Not just centennial, 150 years, that's something to be said about uh, keeping in the family that it long. It really is. That's got to be seven, eight generations. Yeah, probably. that's a lot of folks. That yeah. is for sure. You just like to say sesquicentennial. <laughs> I practiced it enough. I want to be able to do it. <laughs> all right, we're about 19 minutes before 6 o'clock. And, of course, we all know being around this uh, business for a long time, when you get to the holidays, the markets close down. But, again, we did have uh, activity at the end of last week, before we got to the Christmas holiday, and let's get some livestock. Where are we going? We're down the road here. Yeah, let's go to Equity Altoona with Mark Koger. To the way livestock sold your Equity Altoona auction market on Thursday, the 20th of December. Choice beef steers and heifers on a light supply, 92 to a dollar ten. High yielding choice and prime Holstein steers, 82 to 86. Choice Holstein steers, 76 to 82. With the heavyweight and underfinished steers and heifers on below. 20 percent of slaughter cows on Thursday. Selling from 40 to 47, we topped at 49.5. A 60% of cows selling from 28 to 40, with 20% of cows selling below. Most of the slaughter bulls on Thursday selling from 50 to 60, we topped at 65. Thin, full, bulls over a ton, horn bulls and lightweight bulls all selling below. Calves, 80% of bull calves weighing 95 pounds and up here on Thursday selling from 30 to $90 per head, with the light and poor quality calves selling below. Quick reminder, next special feeder sale at the Altoona Market will be Friday, December the 28th. For more information, you can give us a call at the sale barn at 715-835-3104. Or you can go to our website at equitycloth.com to check out early consignments. All right. Thank you, Mark. Mark over there at the Equity Altoona Sale Barn. Well, more sale barn activity going on on this Wednesday. Let's go over to the Equity Stratford Sale Barn. Jerry Fitzgerald is with us. Good morning, Jerry. Happy New Year. Well, Bob, and a very good morning to you, and a happy new year to you also. And, uh, well, uh, uh, I know it's going to take you a little while to get acclimated back to our Wisconsin climate, but we're not treating you too bad, you know, uh, 25, 26 degrees. It could be 20 below, too, you know. Oh, how well I know. I've been around long enough to know what it was like. I was thrilled. The biggest thing I was thrilled at, knowing the weather wasn't going to be nasty so that plane could land. And the last thing I want to do is have plane problems. But everything worked out fine, but it uh, was nice to get away and... uh, Boy, I'll tell you, in Hawaii, it's it's not hard to enjoy the weather over there because it was very, very pleasant. But well, we that's got, good. We I'm glad you enjoyed it. We're certainly welcome back, and you're back in time just for you and Scott can uh, celebrate New Year's Eve together then. That's our plan. That's our plan. We're going to do that. Hey, what's going on? I know it's a short marketing week once again over there at Stratford. Get us caught up on where we're at. I'll do that, Bob. Thank you very much, and good morning, everyone. And as Bob said, a short market week here in Equity Stratford, but we will reopen this morning uh, bright and early. The barn will be open in about 15 minutes, uh, starting at 6 o'clock, to receive your livestock for that sale today. And that will be that will get underway at 10 a.m. this morning. We will sell market cows this morning, fat cattle, uh, market bulls. At 11 o'clock, we'll have sheep, hog, and goats. 11.30, we'll do the baby calves, and then this afternoon, uh, we will have feeder cattle auctions. Schedules will start at 12 noon, maybe be a little later than that, but again, we will be selling feeder cattle today. So pretty much a regular Wednesday lineup today, and it gets, all gets underway at 10 o'clock this morning. Tomorrow, Thursday in Stratford, of course, regular market auction also tomorrow morning. That will start at 11, uh, selling market cows, again, fat and baby calves tomorrow also. And uh, do you want to look ahead a little bit to next Monday? Uh, 
Last day of the year, Monday, December 31st, Equity Stratford will be open, have their regular market schedule on, uh, on Monday, and we will also be open on Sunday afternoon for you folks that want to deliver your livestock for that Monday sale. Again, those hours on Sunday will be from uh, uh, 3 to 8, and uh, Monday, of course, we'll be open. Tuesday, of course, next week we will be closed, reopen again next uh, next Wednesday. Our next dairy sale uh, will be in Thorpe. That will be on January the 8th. So, again, you can uh, view all this market uh, schedule information on our website, Equity Co-op. Click on the Stratford and the Thorpe page, or you can uh, give us a call, 715-687-4101. If you've got some questions on marketing or anything else that uh, pertains to the sale. So, again, Bob, uh, we will be back here tomorrow morning to give some fresh market numbers from today's activity. So, with that, we'll send her back to you. You guys enjoy the day. And I was... Uh, uh, I guess the Badgers are in New York tomorrow for the pinstripe bowl. And there's some drama with that already. I don't know if you guys are reading that, but the quarterback for Miami, I don't know if he's going to play or not. Oh, boy. <laughs> there's always drama. I can't imagine. I don't know how many uh, fans are following the Badgers to New York. It's not exactly like going to Orlando or someplace. So I'm not oh, sure what the a, crowd is. I was looking before. Now, I don't know if I had the – but yesterday I had a website up. I was reading some stuff, and the – there are tickets available. They're starting at $94, so I don't know if it's going to be in the 120th row on the top deck or where. Well, I'll bet <laughs> but, you uh, get there and you want to buy a ticket, you can buy one for $20 when you get there. They're going to be standing out there with a lot of empty seats. Yeah, it's a, well, I don't know how the weather's going to be, but, yeah, that's a big stadium. And then, like you said, it's a, uh, you got a team from Florida and a team from Wisconsin, so but yeah, I guess a, it's all about TV, more about football. Yeah, it's the same team, unfortunately. It's the same. It's getting to that point. Yeah, it's the same team we played last year in the Orange Bowl, so that that takes a little luster off it as well. So, but anyway, it is what it is. Hopefully, the Badgers will win. You have a good one. We'll talk to you in the morning. You too, Bob. Enjoy the day, and uh, like you said, we'll be here tomorrow morning. Thank you. There he goes, Jerry Fitzgerald over there at the Equity Stratford Sale Barn. Yeah, the Badgers play in the Pinstripe Bowl at uh, New York. I don't know. I think we got a lot of bowl games starting about today. I think Minnesota plays today and Purdue plays, I think, today. I haven't seen the whole thing, but... Uh, Hard to keep up with the bowl yeah, schedule. hopefully the Big Ten will, will do well. All right, we've got uh, 13 minutes now before 6 o'clock on this day after Christmas. 26 degrees, looking for a high today. Oh, about 32, 40 tomorrow with some rain in the forecast as we look at our markets this morning courtesy bobcat plus chippewa falls and osseo tough jobs demand tough equipment bobcat loaders from bobcat plus answer the challenge for those tough jobs like the new m-series loaders more power more performance more comfort there's a bobcat loader that's perfect for your job but don't just take my word on it hi this is bob bosold see the compact material handling equipment experts at bobcat plus and let their specialists show you the growing lineup of bobcat equipment visit bobcat plus in butler waukesha de Pere, appleton Osseo or Chippewa Falls. Bobcat Plus, working the state of Wisconsin one customer at a time. Central Livestock Association is your full-service livestock market with sale barns in Zombrota, Albany, and Rock Creek. Central Livestock has been in the business of marketing your livestock successfully for almost 100 years, so you know they know the business. They handle all species of livestock with special sales each week, Monday through Thursday. To find out more about their sales schedule, call Zambroda toll-free at 1-877-732-7305. That number again is 1-877-732-7305. Trust your livestock to the professionals at Central Livestock. 
5.48 a.m. here at Wax 104.5. Let's go down to Zambroda with Kelsey to find out what happened at the end of last week's last market before the Christmas break. Fed beef steers choice and prime were at 108 to 115.75 with a mixed grading of 85 to 107. Fed beef heifers choice and prime were at 108 to 115.50 with a mixed grading of 60 to 107. Fed Holstein steers choice and prime were 82 to 88 with select and choice at 52.50 to 81. Market cows brought mostly 35 to 45 with the higher yielding cows at 45 to 68 and the thin shelly cows at 20 to 35. Market bulls range from 55 to 74. Looking at the sheep division, shorn and unshorn fed lambs were 120 to 130. Feeder lambs were 50 to 220. And the market ewes were at 10 to 70. For a hog market, please give us a call. Thank you, Kelsey, over at Centralized Stock at the Zombrota sale barn. And we've got the rest of our markets, again, brought to you by Synergy Cooperative. And the Board of Trade, as the overnight markets reopen, that March corn price down a penny at 377. March oats down one at 275. March wheat up two at 516. March soybeans down a penny at 897. And soybean meal up a dollar seventy a ton at $311.80. Country elevator prices. On the DTN screen, corn at uh, Arcadia, Golden Plump, 338 today. At Baldwin, Duran, Mondovi, Elmwood, and Fall Creek, the corn is 302 with the beans at 769. Osseo, 307 with the soybeans at 769. Over at Stevens Point, corn is 320 a bushel, soybeans at 767. Elk Mound, 312 on the corn, 789 on the beans. Sparta, 316 on the corn, 781 on the beans, and at Ellsworth, 289 corn, 759 on the beans. At the ethanol plants in the area, Boyceville corn, 333, Stanley, 328, and at the New Richmond Grain Facility, 4-Ace ethanol corn at 318. These dairy markets continue to struggle. These, these are not good. A lot of other words I could use to describe it, but not good. Barrel cheese. 129 and a half unchanged blocks closed the other day four cents lowered 135 double a butter 219 a pound down a cent and a half december class three 1383 that's a sin down a penny january down 11 at 1417 february down 15 at 1435 march down three at 1484 april down a dime at 1531 as prices are lower through november as we take a look at our markets this morning on wax We take pride in serving you. When you're a customer, you're the company. Always a part of one big family. Customer-owned, community-minded, Synergy Co-op. And before we uh, leave our market train of thought this morning, again, a reminder, Terrain Livestock uh, in Thorpe. We'll have a sale today. The regularly scheduled Wednesday sale will take place today. They'll start that about 5 o'clock, and then we'll get a chance to talk to Michelle tomorrow morning to find out the results of that. And, of course, after New Year's, we'll get a lot of meetings going on, including the Wisconsin Corn Soy Expo and some folks around our area, as far as uh, the soybean, Scott, 
could be recognized. Soybean Association and the Wisconsin Soybean Marketing Board have released the names of the finalists for top grower awards around the state. In Division Two, the finalists are Doug Custer of Chippewa Falls and Adam Majeski of Balsam Lake. In Division Three, the finalists are Craig Omekin of Abbotsford and Jim Salentine of Luxembourg. The winners will be announced at the upcoming Wisconsin Corn Soy Expo in January in Wisconsin Dells. And that's always a big meet. Well, I haven't seen the, I'm sure it's out, but I haven't seen it, the uh, rundown of speakers. We'll have to get that out as far as the Corn Soy Expo. I don't know if they've sent that out while I was gone. And Well, we talked about it with uh, uh, Sean the other day. Oh, good, yep, good. Yep. So, But again, there's some money involved. You know, these people that are Absolutely. involved. You know, they're taking home checks with a lot of zeros in it. I mean, you know, two, three, four, five thousand dollars. Indeed. So it's Indeed. worth it to keep track of your uh, of your growing experiences, and not only for the soybeans, but also for the corn as well. The Corn Soy Expo again coming up in January in Wisconsin Dells. That's always a big one down there at the Kalahari, and I don't know how much the Kalahari is going to have done. Have you driven by that lately at the Dells? It's that's huge. Growing. They're taking it way out into the field. I, I get lost in there as Oh, it is. man, that's a big place. But it's always a good meeting, and a lot of folks are down there, and great speakers are coming in. So we'll get more of that and remind you that gets closer. But, uh, again, that's not far away. I think it's the end of January, first part of February. I don't have the exact yeah. dates, but we'll refresh our memories on all that. It's early. All right, we've got about six minutes before 6 o'clock, 26 degrees right now. We made it. <laughs> Day Aloha. one back. That's the longest vacation I've had in a, my whole life, so it was kind of kind of strange, that's for sure. But good to be back. 26 degrees, 32 the high today, 40 tomorrow, and some rain, probably some stuff falling overnight tonight, so be careful of that. The skills you can develop as a soldier in the Army National Guard can give you an edge in the high-tech job market of tomorrow. The Guard offers career training to take advantage of your skills in science, technology, engineering, and math that can help give you a leg up to a high-paying and rewarding STEM profession. Gain practical experience with emerging technology and equipment not found in the civilian world. The Army National Guard can get you started in an array of STEM-related career fields such as information technology, communication systems, special forces engineers, technical engineering, air traffic control, and chemical, biological, radiological, and nuclear science. Get a head start on your career in an exciting new field while earning money to pay for college, all while serving in your own community. Log on to NationalGuard.com or talk to a recruiter in your area to learn about all of the STEM career opportunities available to you in the Army National Guard. Sponsored by the Wisconsin Army National Guard. Aired by the Wisconsin Broadcasters Association and this station. Lease a new 2019 Subaru Outback for only $2.59 a month at ChilsonMotors.com. Wax 1-0. 